What's up, people? Welcome back to the In My Feels podcast. It's your girl, Emily Hadale. Hello, it's your boy, J.R.E. How we feeling this week, J.R.E.? A little bit busy here and there, you know, just chilling. I'm usually just chilling, but always editing. That's how I do. <laughs> 24-7 editing. You're editing Ace right now? I am editing Ace, actually. Uh, I did do a video with Ace. Hopefully, it's out by the time this is out. But Ooh. either or, you'll find out somehow. <laughs> yeah, we actually are going to have... Uh, so you did something with them in Miami, and we got to do something with them in Atlanta, in Atlanta as well. Yes, in ATL. And uh, it will, it'll be a surprise that will be on the podcast next week. So Ooh. lots with Ace. How are they working with you? Uh, easy. Uh, super easy going. Uh, they were excited. Uh, I won't go into specifics of what I did with them, but I guess y'all find out later. Uh, and yeah. especially for the one that, uh, in Atlanta as well. But... Uh, for me, they were easy. Uh, it was super easy. What was your favorite part of their concert? Uh, <laughs> when they actually, uh, well, I like Savage and I like On the Cover. Um, there's also a song called Slow Dive. I think that's what it's called. It was really good. Mm-hmm. And then um, their Christmas jingles. <laughs> yeah, it was so cute. They had each their little individual stages. Um, it's interesting because like I, I, they went on tour here last year, but I. I didn't know that they had such a pretty big fan base, which is Choice. Ironically, Choice Music yeah, is with this choice. podcast. <laughs> or is doing stuff with this podcast. So I feel like that works well for them. But yeah, I didn't realize they had such a big fandom. Yeah, for at least the one in Miami, it was super, it was pretty packed. I mean, I never went to this venue in Miami, but I was like, oh, they showed up. Yeah, same with Atlanta. They were, the venue was in like downtown Atlanta. It's uh, this place called The Masquerade. And there was a lot, there was like a huge, there were three floors, like, three stairway floors to get down to the bottom of the masquerade where which is where it was and uh there were fans lined up like i mean i guess you wouldn't be so surprised like fans k-pop fans line up but like they were there at least three at least three hours before the concert probably yeah that's how k-pop fans be yeah no it was not warm either but anyway let's get on Yeah, um, let's get in to today's top highlight or highlight reel, as we like to call it. Sure, I like highlight reel. <laughs> you like highlight reel? Okay, good. Yeah, okay, um, but this week there was a pretty big scandal with uh, YouTuber H three H three. Is it a scandal? Is Something? it a scandal? I mean. Yeah, but let's continue. <laughs> okay. I feel like it's like he just said some pretty controversial things. That said some I'll... dumb stuff. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know? Do you know who he I honestly don't know anything I about him. I did. I did. I used to watch him a while back, but I stopped. What is his like content? Ago. His content is, I feel like it's trolling. That's why I was going to uh... think like, is this just on purpose? Oh, but, Or is okay. this how he really feels? Which, uh, I feel like he's just, I don't know. I feel like he's just trying to be relevant. Okay. How long do you, has he, how do you know how long he's been a, a YouTuber? He's been for a while. He's been for a while. He, I mean, he's okay. done, like there. I remember one thing that he did, like um, when someone like falsely try to uh copyright his uh because he does reviews on other YouTubers as well, like sometimes or back in the day. No, he doesn't really. Yeah, like back in the day. Um, and one of that YouTubers tried to sue him for uh covering his the another person's youtube channel and then he made like this kind of fund where if someone else gets falsely copyrighted that they'll back him up which that was a cool thing in other news i haven't seen him since or Mm -hmm. or like watched him since so 
Okay, yeah. Well, he came and said some pretty ridiculous stuff. He was reacting to the YouTube Rewind from 2019, and this is what he said. I'm sure you guys have all seen it, but pretty much he says, I don't like K-pop. I hate K-pop. I don't get BTS. They look like they're a bunch of just... Uh, they're just a bunch of... Uh, I don't know what he says here. How did this become a thing in Western culture where all these grown men and little girls are jerking off to little K-pop boys? It's like a little fetish. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. He, like, he went off. He said a lot more things. I think there was more than just hating K-pop. That's the one thing that popped off, I feel. Yeah, and his like co-hosts were kind of like going back and forth with him. Yeah, like what you were saying, one of the guys was... um. He watches, or he, he says he's... I think he might be like a casual fan or something. I don't know. Or like he knows of k-pop mm-hmm. i don't think he has yeah he, he seemed like he didn't have an opinion on it no yeah he said he was like oh i get why people like it i don't like it though um and that's how and, i feel like some people uh-huh. should think like you know <laughs> i get why people like it but it's not for me yeah like keep again like i guess knowing his or you know with the background of being a troller or whatever like he he is supposed to say these kinds of things but and he and I'm sure he loved it. It seemed like he loved the fact that it was like a whole thing. And he like made another um, episode and he was like, oh, we were canceled by K-pop fans. And at first, because I, I don't know who he is, he was like, oh, and this is going to be the last episode. But you were like, oh, he's probably just being funny. Like, oh, you guys won, but you didn't really win. I mean, that's what I think. I don't think it's going to be his last. I mean, you told me that. I was like, eh, I don't think it's going to be his last episode, I feel. You know, like how in journalism or just in things in general, like you're supposed to like watch I am, well, okay. You're supposed to watch the whole video of everything to just get the full context of things. But for some reason, I was just like, I don't even want to watch this dude's video because I'm going to get, I feel like my, I'm going to get really mad. And then on Getting top of that, triggered. when he made, yeah, I was just like, oh, anyway. But I guess the whole point of, you know, talking about this, not to talk about him and, you know, whatever, but it's, you know, he said that, you know, it's ridiculous or it's weird that these, you know, Western, you know, women or Western people in Western culture end up liking K-pop. And so I think it'd be fun to talk about why we like K-pop um, and what drew us to it. Um, Dre, what was your reasoning back in 20, 20, 2010 was when you got into it? 2009. 2010, 2009, 2010. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, music is music. <laughs> it's, it's not that hard. I mean, like what's it's pop. It's K-pop. It's different. I mean, especially the music videos are such high production mm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I got into it because I was, before that, I was, I mean, I still am into like R&B, hip hop and R&B. I've always been into that. Uh, I was in my like Usher, Neo phase. And then like, you know, Young came to depiction, had the same kind of vibe. And I was like, oh, I like this. Uh, also, being like half Asian, I didn't know who to listen to. Mm. Um, being half Filipino, specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh and I was just like, oh, because, you know, my Jamaican side, I have Bob Marley uh, I could listen to, like, to look up to her. And I was like, oh, K-pop's pretty cool. And I just kind of fell in love with it. I mean, I th- I feel like, huh, I feel like some fans start off like, oh, this is interesting, weird. And then they just get, like, you know, caught up with it, you know? Who was the first, what was the first K-pop video you ever saw or, like, uh, person that in- you got introduced to? I got introduced through a... Uh, I think Girls' Generation is G. Okay. Super Junior, sorry. And at that time, that was in like my college uh, music appreciation. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I didn't really got, I didn't caught into that. And I started seeing it more. And this is like back in 2010. So this is like internet 
it's not like knife like super deep in the, i guess it's not that deep in the internet it was still getting numbers it was getting views mm-hmm. and then i got into i think i saw Young's wedding dress and i was like yo this is super sad it's a super sad music video and i could just tell even though it's a different language what it's about mm. and um i guess just from there and i saw g dragons like a heartbreaker like oh this is weird and then, and then all of a sudden i just got into it too so Either than that, I feel like even if you're a hater of K-pop, you soon to find someone that you like in K-pop. I I knew what K-pop was um, back in like 2009, and with a no, or I didn't know it was K-pop. I just liked uh, Nobody by Wonder Girls, and uh, I saw them perform at the Atlanta show with the Jonas Brothers, and um, and then after that, I knew who Shiny was, and um, and then that was like 2012. And then I just always, I'd like, I feel like I was like thinking about it. I'm like, I swear I've seen K-pop in a number of different instances, but like just wasn't into it and didn't care until obviously uh, BTS. And then like, I think what I like about it was like, or I, what I liked, it wasn't like I was at first very like into it. I was just kind of like, hmm, what is this? And I had enough time to like sit and watch the videos. And I think I, what I liked at first was, um, like you said, like how intricate and detailed and um, just grand yeah, everything about it was. Pretty flashy too. Yeah. And then as time went on, I what I liked was the community that I was able to find within it. But mm, I think there's yeah, a lot same. of other communities that probably exist in that way in like esports and things like that. But it was just, yeah. But like through Reddit and um, then obviously Twitter and Amino and all these different things, it was just cool to see the different people coming together. And it was also really be- beautiful to see that um, and to against H three H 3s point is like, you know, so many different races like this music and what it's all about. And I think it's really nice that there aren't any boundaries in that way. Yeah, it just proves that you know there's no language barrier in music. There isn't. And and to K-pop's credit, even though sometimes also K-pop can be vilified for, you know. Gen, you know, I guess uh, valid reasons, um, but in the end, I think that as an industry, but I think that what they've done and like worked so hard for, and like eventually now the fact that it's like crossing over here is like all of their hard work and like making sure that every detail is yeah. correct, um, is it's also a testament to their work or you know people's work ethic there too. Exactly. So and even though it's like curated in some senses too, like I like the fact that there's a lot of thought going behind everything and i wonder like now that you like you have you have your career in it like are you still able to enjoy it like as a fan do you feel like as as much as you did like when you first got into it oh hell yeah i i do have a a, i do hella enjoy um i feel like i always tell myself i don't enjoy it anymore i'm just gonna stop and just pursue something else Mm -hmm. yeah um even though like my friends are like oh you too deep into this already i'm like uh yeah but uh, i still pretty much enjoy it it's definitely a lot bigger than it started when i started for sure and i'm just happy to see it like grow because there was always questions like oh will k-pop ever become mainstream more like this mm-hmm. and i feel like yeah i mean look at freaking anime too it's yeah it's like mainstream now i see it at complex con i see it like with hype beasts mm-hmm. with adidas dragon ball z and adidas even though <laughs> it's it's crazy and i feel like it's it's just it's happening. Even like Marvel comics, for example, yeah. like people, kids used to get bullied for being reading comics and being, you know, into Superman and Batman. And now you, everybody's wearing a Batman shirt and a Superman shirt. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's a thing. 
and with Star Wars as well. And I, I think Wars. one other thing like that's really cool about K-pop that I think pulled me in was like they were taking these like nostalgic like airwormy, <laughs> uh, really catchy melodic um, tones from yeah. like. 90s boy bands or like you know and it's just like and and then like i'm thinking of like call me baby and that is just like it's like a classic song where you're like oh my gosh like i feel like i'm being pulled back but also like yeah for sure the way they hit every single like beat that and like offbeat i feel like that was something i always wanted to hear in like western music or like see in like dances how like they would acknowledge the offbeats or the downbeats that like you would feel yeah but in k-pop like with call me baby it was like or at least with call me baby for sure i was like yes they are like hitting every single beat with each move whether it's small or big i just loved loved that and that's what i liked about it too i mean they brought back like when in the western culture uh you know pop like stars or they wouldn't like do dance breaks anymore and then you got like freaking k-pop idols just and k-pop groups just like going to dance break tangent like Mm -hmm. which i missed so much i was like oh what happened to this no yeah i feel like i'm trying to think like beyonce is like probably the only one that can like beyonce bruno mars like bruno mars those are the only ones that like keep up those like they will they also hit every single beat or like and hit the and they know the notes it's it's genius um they sing dance act you know it's like exactly. almost like a movie in a music video almost exactly yeah um they have the the perfect persona je ne sais quoi as they say okay. um but yeah so okay so that's why we like k-pop and we try to spend it in a good way maybe you guys can let us know why you um like k-pop as well we would love to hear it um we do have a community page in um the premium side premium. of yes of of uh the himalaya app and you can get a bunch of cool things like early access to episodes um maybe episodes exclusive ones that'll never come out as well as access to giveaways which will be coming out pretty soon um before or before this podcast comes out but either way you'll know what it is by that point um but you can only have access to those if you are a premium plus member and one of the other things that you get as a premium plus member is access to our little advice corner um, which we're going to shout out today um we asked some of our premium plus members to tell us uh if they wanted us or tell us what problems they have and if they want us if they want advice from us so we do have two here uh dre if you want to start with that first one dmary.wilson10 my problem is that i don't have any motivation lately so i kind of feel stuck and lost i would like to know what are some things that i can do to get motivated again Mm, i feel like Mm. that's a relatable question yes um i mean do you let's let's start off with you and then i'll I'll probably like cap on that okay um yeah i've definitely gone through times where i am not motivated at all um and even with things that i enjoy doing um it's it takes a me getting into like a rare not a rare mood, but I would say like I'm in, there are rare moods when I'm like, oh, I'm about to get everything under the sun done and it's going to be amazing. And it's usually like really late at night and I end up not going to sleep till 6 a.m. But that doesn't happen that often. And I think that um, motivation isn't something that you're supposed to have all the time. And I think one thing that people say that helps with motivation is being able to like take a break and watch things that you enjoy because you can get motivation from that even um i realized about three months ago or so that um keeping up with kardashians is a show that gives me nothing of substance like i don't i'm not learning anything else but Mm -hmm. i just enjoy it's it's like a break in my mind where i'm just like 
okay, let me just watch something where it has nothing to do with anything I'm doing, but it's going to, it's just something I purely enjoy. And when you just do things that you purely enjoy, then sometimes you can get motivation from that. Um, I, I feel like that's a really bad answer because it's like, continue to not feel motivated but you never know where motivation will come from it's just kind of like if you another thing is like if you know if you are productive the most in the morning then like even if you struggle to wake up in the morning but when you do you're like going on all cylinders kind of thing then like maybe it's about changing your routine around and exactly. making sure that you're productive and awake at those times or if you're productive at night that's completely fine a lot of people a lot of people are um and motivation also comes from doing things that you love as well um you know, if you're doing something that you don't love, then it's obviously going to be very hard it's to be, be motivated hard. to do it. I mean, a lot of people go through that. Okay. I mean, it's basically what you said, but uh, I feel like motivation, like you said, could come through anything. Uh, I feel like I have times where I'm not as motivated as I should be, um, especially with editing. Uh, sometimes I get overwhelmed and I, I don't feel motivated. Kind of want to like... Like you said, like you watch Kardashians, just like, you know, don't even think. Like, I love doing that, like, where I don't have to think and just enjoy. But, you know, I don't know. Like, I had points where I was burnt out. But I just take time off sometimes. You just got to take time off. Get you you time. Uh, maybe just go for a walk. Like, I even to this day, I still had, like, times where I just needed to just go away, take a walk, and then come back and edit this this video mm -hmm. um yeah and i've learned a lot throughout the like the six months i feel like that how i edit especially when i have so many projects i realize like the more time i take to edit the less motivated i am but mm -hmm. the time the more well, also not, not actually not really see i'm learning right now what motivates me <laughs> because <laughs> there's one video that like i just filmed recently and then i i edit it instantly and i just have fun with it also there's other videos that i just come back to and i just still have fun because it just i come up with ideas on the spot and i edit it so i guess it depends on the person dang i don't know if we're actually helping you <laughs> <laughs> I, think we are. I think we're i think it's saying that there are different ways to be motivated and i think that um if like I would like to know what Dee Marie Wilson thinks or is like not motivated about whether it's like they say um, they feel stuck and lost and they would like to know what are some things they can do. Yeah. So I just want to lend one more story where like it was July um, and I was fostering this dog and there was like a lull in like work. And so I was just doing Dodger stuff, but that was pretty infrequent because they were away for most of the month. So I wasn't really doing anything. And I had a lot of time where like I went to a twice concert. I what did I do? I that was the only thing I remember. Like vaguely going, I went I went to a twice concert, but like that was the only monumental thing I think I did that month. And um, and so I had a lot of time to where I was literally just watching variety shows and like Happy Together, and I was watching like Stray Kids and Icons uh, survival shows. And to me, I could have been like, oh well, that was like a that was a you know just me like binge watching things. But I felt like I was getting something out of it. And at that time, though, I was definitely very stuck and lost like I was like okay I'm getting this information but I don't I don't know exactly how it's going to apply to anything I do except for like knowledge of you know where they came from as groups but um and then shortly after I was like the one thing I did was I quote unquote meditated on it and I said I was like I want to can something tell me what I want to do I don't know what it is but just if you ask for it sometimes too that helps I don't know also um, I feel yeah, like uh, uh just thinking while you were talking is like 
people motivate me as well. Different people motivate mm. me. Like hanging out with different people. I mean, I'm not really a. I mean, it's it's surprising, I guess, if you don't know me personally. I'm not a social person. <laughs> I, I am too, but um, I put myself out there and I meet new people, and it kind of some people just motivate me. Like having conversations with different people have motivation. If you can't do that, I guess going on YouTube as well. Mm. Like th- watching different creators kind of motivate me as well. Mm. Um, seeing like something that's like, let's see who's trending, see why they're trending, mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's kind of like doing homework, but I'm kind of interested in that. I've always been an into like. I've always been into YouTubers since I was, like, young, so. Even if they're, like, your competitors and things like that, you can get motivation from that, Oh, too. for sure, for sure. I think like, I like, I think competition is very healthy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, a little stressful, but it's, it's good to keep yeah. you on your toes. It gets, I would, it's exciting. Yeah, I think that also being around people that are not the same as you, because if you, if you're someone who, like, likes to watch the Kardashians all day and, like, you chill with your friend, like, sometimes it's good to just chill and watch the Kardashians all day with your friend that also likes to do that, but, like, if you're around, if, like, I'm more of a laid-back person where I have a, I have a friend, of, a really good friend of mine um, who I've been friends with for such a long time, but she is type A as it gets, and... When I when she's around me and she's like getting on me for things that I do that's really lazy, although I hate her for saying it, I'm like it helps me because I'm like oh Emily do better, and so I have to like do better with that in mind. What you're saying is just there's just different ways to get motivated. <laughs> there are different ways, so we're gonna stop with that. <laughs> Thank you for submitting that, uh, D. Marie Wilson. Um, now the next one and the last one from the advice corner from Red. What's up, Red? Do you want to read this one too, Dre? You want me to read it? Red says, I don't know why, but I have been on an on and off homesick. I have been independent for almost four months now, and I still get homesick. Does it get better? And what do you do if you feel homesick? No, my advice, it's only been four months. <laughs> I feel like that's super fresh still, especially if you've been independent. I mean, what about you? You kind of kind of relate to this, Loki, no? Or Kind of. Because didn't you say... like, move? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm from Atlanta, but... Uh, mm-hmm. I I went to when I graduated high school I went to Michigan University of Michigan uh, for college and then mm. during the summers uh, between uh, each school year I would intern in New York um, and then probably about five months after I finished my internship in New York after I graduated college I moved to LA and now I'm back home but oh. I've been like on you and off what? always been independent though that means you've been independent. Yeah, but I will say when I first went away to school to to um, Michigan, those first the first semester um, that I was there, I didn't really know anybody, and I was it was a lot of just making friends however I possibly could because I didn't want to not have friends. But um, I I like those first four months, I was like, I don't know if I want to stay at Michigan. I want to go home. Um, I miss home. It's not the same. I don't think I'm gonna fit in here and. I was like really contemplating like trying to apply somewhere else or just even to I grew up in a like predominantly like not black community I would say but like my family's black and like half like all my friends were black so like I was almost even considering going to like an HBCU which is historically black college because I was just like I want to uh, feel like I'm in a comfortable environment that I know so it was like homesick in that way too but I think um I mean, it does get better. It definitely does get yeah. better for sure. I feel like you get used to it, though. You do get you you get you. 
it's not even I, yeah you get used to it but also like i had to, when i was at michigan i had to literally like force myself like even yeah. though i would want to stay in and like i would nap a lot because i think i was just like i don't want to be awake <laughs> while i'm here because i don't like it that much uh, the first semester so i would nap a lot i would i would watch a lot of kardashians a lot of reality shows isn't like um, the to, first semester like six months no is that the first semester is like it's from like ours started in september and ended december so oh like, whoa yeah it was like three months. Yeah, Michigan's uh, school, Michigan starts late. Okay. Um, same thing with like a lot of UC schools. They they go on quarter systems and they start like end of September and then end, you know, when everyone else ends. But they do go later in the spring. But either way, like um, I literally just had to, and it sucks to say it, but I had to like force myself to like get out. I was I knew I was going to be uncomfortable, but I knew that if I didn't go out, I was just going to be sitting in that feeling. And I didn't want to be sitting in that. And so I just had to, like, I force just yourself, talk. distract yeah, yourself, just, basically. Pretty much. And then it ended up being um, amazing. Like, I, I ended up getting used to Michigan. and I love Michigan. And um, I was happy that I did force myself. But at the time, obviously, you don't want to do it. And it's just more comfortable to chill and not do anything and talk to your friends. Like, that was another thing I wanted to do. I wanted to talk to everyone at all times from home. So... I didn't want there to be a lull in anything. And eventually I stopped wanting to do that. So I just think you'd have to force yourself to be honest. Mm, true. I guess for me, um, what mm -hmm. do you think? I'm an only child, so <laughs> I don't have it. Like I was already kind of independent, low key. Um, very super close to my family, but I always wanted to be out there um, just by myself. Uh, so I always, really? that's what, like, especially when I had the money and like opportunities to travel, I took them a lot. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I do travel a lot now, so I'm already like, it's like, that's like what I do now. It's like my second home is my airport. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I guess, uh, it was more, my parents are just more concerned cause me being the only child, you know, super protective. Um, I mean, I'm, my mom is Asian, so I have the typical Asian mom <laughs> and my dad is Jamaican, who's like like protective but also chill at the same time <laughs> mm -hmm. um so it's it's i don't know i guess i had to prove to him that i could be independent as well because i knew i could do it but um other than that yeah i guess you just have to get used to it you, I, I i was looking forward to like changing i was looking forward to mm -hmm. even when i'm like by myself um i did meet like like you said i you try to make as much friends as possible especially when you go to a new territory mm. um yeah, I did the same thing. I guess it was a little bit easier for me because I, when I started traveling and like you know going by myself, whatever, um, I was already having like a pretty successful, if you call it, YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So people already knew mm. of me. So I don't know. It might be a little bit different when you're like not as known, meaning like you don't have a following or whatever. I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like I would still attack it the same way. Um, I don't know. Like you said, you like to be alone, or you like you you're not the most like social person. No, I'm like, a homebody. Yeah, and so like you had to, you still had to like kind of force yourself. You oh, know? for sure, yeah. I I forced myself to get out there because I feel like me being alone all the time would be pretty bad for me. Maybe mm. uh, I don't know that I just felt like you know making friends was a healthy way to get out there. Yeah, and then eventually it doesn't become one of those things. Like I really I like I tell I tell a lot of people when they ask me like for advice or whatever like. Uh, professionally, I'm like, oh, networking, like you have to network, yeah, network networking. and do that. And I used to like, like it would stress me out if there was like a thing after class, like one day and it was like, oh, come meet these 
alumni who are working here, here, and here. And like, I knew there was going to be 20 other people trying to ask the same questions, but I had to make myself like noticeable and then make conversation with them and know enough about them. And it was just like, oh my God, I freaking hate this so much. And uh, then eventually it just becomes like, after you do it so many times, it just becomes natural. So that's the same thing with, you know, you feeling homesick and making yourself go out and do different things mm-hmm. um, to meet new people or just to free your mind of not thinking about home all the time. You know, eventually it's just going to become like you were living, like you're, wherever you're living now is going to feel like home. Um, yeah, because you're I kind of just got to get used to it, though. I feel like yeah. over time it's still brand new for you, Red. It is for mm-hmm. once. Um, but I feel like after a year, you probably come to like a, you'll, you'll have like a schedule. You'll have like things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully you make more friends if you don't yeah. already. And yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like you'll get used to it. I feel like that's yeah. where everybody goes through. Like mm-hmm. every single person that like moves out. I hope this, uh, our little, you know, our opinions and advice uh, helps you guys. DeMarie Wilson, 10, and Red. Um, Thank you for submitting those. Um, We will definitely be revisiting Advice Corner later on. But right now, we're going to send it over to a really cool interview with one of Dre's YouTuber for Rands and artists, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. It is Mr. June Curry on. Yes. Enjoy, you guys. We just want to give a quick shout out to Choice Music LA for donating albums and posters for our listeners. Yes, we will be doing giveaways with this merch for our Himalaya Plus users. We have the latest Twice, BTS, GOT7, Blackpink, and 17 albums, just to name a few. Yes, and there's many more to come after those. You can buy from them at their store in Koreatown, here in LA, or online for in-store pickup, or shipping anywhere within the US on choicemusicla.com. That's right, and you can follow them for their fun tweets and awesome unboxing videos on instagram at choice music la now back to the podcast all right yo this is in my fields with what who are, who are you again my name's emily oh yeah and i'm jre <laughs> reminder okay uh we have a special guest yeah hi i'm june nice to meet you nice to meet you oh, yeah. dre big fan. dre emily june nice to meet you nice uh, to meet you heard a lot about you you know yeah, man. June Korean is known for his reaction videos. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of your uh, violin covers. And oh, covers. You know, I tr- I, I'm classically oh, trained. Um, I actually performed a couple of times at KCON. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. My favorite video I recorded is mm-hmm. like an old BAP one-shot video. <laughs> that- <laughs> All right, no, no. Introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, my name is June. Uh, I go by June Korean on YouTube. Yeah. I did violin covers and currently... Uh, doing uh, solo uh, original music right now. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. How long have y'all known each other? Uh, we go pretty far back. Do you know when we first met? When did we at first? K-Con. First time we K-Con? met was at Which K-Con. K-Con. The one you did, hashtag K-Pop. Oh, yeah. That's when 2013, I first right? met you. Yeah. And I, like, I drank some of your boba. Yeah, or something like that. Something yeah, like yeah. that. Accidentally I didn't even know. or purposefully? Or? I, it was for a bit. Oh. For a show. Oh. Yeah. And oh. he looked really mad. No, <laughs> yeah, I was pretty mad. He just like took my boba, stole it. I just took me. it. So y'all have been in the game together like the same amount of time, I would say, right? Kind of, yeah. I think we had like similar YouTube phase like in the K-pop world. Yeah, like, in that because like before we did before I did K-pop, I did like mostly like American pop music and stuff, mm-hmm, violin covers. Mm-hmm. But I had like that transition phase into like K-pop covers. I think that's around the time like we kind of yeah like. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, when everybody was like doing K-pop covers, reactions. I mean, people still do it, but right. that's how long it's been. Right. But I feel like we connected more KCON Mexico. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we that's saw funny. each other and we're the only ones that spoke English. <laughs> <laughs> we bonded a lot there. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was a struggle. It was. <laughs> really? Why is that? Oh, uh, we're, allowed, we're, we're, we're allowed to we're allowed to say anything on this podcast. Sure, right? but what are you gonna say? So <laughs> it's time to spill some tea on Let's Dre. Go. Okay, what's no, up? No, oh lord! Um, okay. But um, I think the biggest struggle we had where we bonded as like like just friends was when we were in the green room. Yeah, and we were stuck. So oh, the thing yeah. is, the the Mexico like I it was an amazing experience, right? The fans are very passionate. very passionate, mm-hmm. like, super passionate. Very enthusiastic. Yeah. I uh-huh. So we Ubered together from the hotel. Okay. And we got to the convention. We're like, this should be fine. We could just walk up, yeah. right? We walked up. And I had pink hair at the time, right? I so know. I think that was the... That, and he had, color, I'd, he had colored hair, I had too. blonde hair. Yeah, he had blonde hair. So there's two guys getting out of a car with blonde hair and pink hair. Oh. We're walking up the stairs. Literally, like, the whole crowd outside just, like, mobbed us. Like, we are there, like, like pulling out our hair, our backpacks, yeah. everything. Wait, what? They were it was grabbing pretty everything. So they were very passionate, and I really appreciate it. No, it but was, at the same time, it was kind of like a thrilling. It was a thrilling experience. I'll put it That's that way. And then way we were stuck in a green room once. Yeah, and it was upstairs on this parking lot, and there was no way for us to get to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So we had to like hop over some. We had to like hop over like we had to go down like barricades and like yeah go. The opposite, opposite around, like underground, around. underneath. Yeah. Because like you would have been mobbed if. Yeah, you so we had like an hour, ki- like uh, downtime, right? Yeah. So we explored and like we like escaped the passionate. Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> escape room together. Yeah. Right. Oh wow. Why do you feel like, you know, everyone says that the Latin American uh, K-pop fandom is very and in- like. Very int- like Look, passionate. Like I'm from Miami. It's the Hispanic mm-hmm. blood, you know. Latin, yeah, you know, it's like the Spanish blood. They they just I, I, honestly that was like the first one too. Yeah, that was so the first people one. were like interested. Like everybody's attention was there. Mm-hmm. So I everybody was like excited. Mm-hmm. I like excited to see everybody. Mm-hmm. I think like in different countries, like Southeast Asia, for example, there's a lot of venues or like events that yeah. YouTube influencers and people can go to, right? But in Mexico, I feel like that was really limited at yeah. the time. Yeah. And so KCON was like that one event that all these influencers can finally go to mm-hmm. and like um, like meet their fans in Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. And that being KCON involved with that many K-pop idols and stuff like that, I think it was also why they were very yeah. passionate. It's like a culmination of like what they've been waiting for. Like they, I mean, Mexico doesn't get, like you're saying, much, or Latin America doesn't really get much uh as much as like LA, like a lot of people say LA's crowd is very spoiled yeah. compared yeah. to the United States, like Mexico. Yeah. So there's a lot of passion LA. in one. Yeah. Type up. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. But so you, so when you were there, you guys were there together, you were still primarily doing like majority, like violin. You've, you, I think I, so I saw you perform. How many times did you perform at this KCON? Like five separate times. I want to say, correct. KCON? Like um like, like KCON LA or yeah it was like KCON rookies you did you performed at KCON oh this rookies? year's KCON this year's yeah. KCON I performed like uh, KCON rookies uh I don't no club KCON and oh, then yeah. I performed the, the pre show and then I performed the Hammer Museum so three yes, times three times but after like yeah after K-Con. the after KCON exactly exactly so now you've you've made that sort of transition would you say it's a full on transition or is it like still in the process um I would say like um yeah. 
it's a full-on transition it mm-hmm. took a little bit of time i mm-hmm. mean it started like two years ago mm-hmm. i did like my first original back in 2017 right. actually and then i did like one single at a time mm-hmm. so one single in 2017 one single in 2018 and then this year i dropped an album right so um yeah, limbo think, yeah limbo yes exactly i think it's like a full switch yeah okay it is. do you like to be uh still labeled as the you know k-pop violinist or would you rather people to start you know taking you well i mean i think that's like actually one of that's the biggest struggle i had with like the new transition and stuff Mm -hmm. like that is that i had such a distinct image on like public figure like i guess like the public scene already Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. it was kind of hard to get out of that shell Mm -hmm. uh whereas like um like if nobody knew me i feel like if i did this album stuff and it did okay like people would be like oh this guy just uh started his own stuff or like this guy debuted or like you know like he is doing his k-pop stuff mm-hmm. but right now it's kind of still considered like oh june is doing k-pop as a side or like june's ah. june did a new song like mm-hmm. like they don't they don't do you, do you get what i mean no i got mm-hmm. you kind of like hard to explain but it's kind of hard to like get rid of that show and i don't want to get rid of it okay either because i think um definitely i've been like noticing like i've been uh streaming on twitch a lot recently mm-hmm. and stuff and i've like noticed a lot of people come back and they're like oh my god like i was like watching your violin stuff like seven years ago makes me feel really old but um, and stuff but like same here but but i i appreciate it because people do remember and i think especially in like like we have like the og original k-pop reaction like if i like that's the thing like k-pop reaction Call or like reaction video <laughs> um <laughs> come on we're both old we, we, have, we have to we have to accept that and move on uh-huh. but like where, whereas we have like that original right like if you say k-pop reactions or like reaction videos funny videos like that kind of stuff if you say that content it's dre like hands down no matter what mm. like anyone can argue it's been a while argue with me from that but honestly that's dre right for me it was kind of like violin k-pop dance covers like that combination like i think that niche yeah, yeah um, was, like i always had that, that was you mm-hmm. so like anybody who listened to k-pop or like enjoyed k-pop and like watched dance covers violent covers may have at least seen like one of my videos at least in passing yeah so i think that's something that's very val- valuable and i don't really want to let go of that either. yeah because it made you you yeah and where you're yeah, at today sure. you know yeah and you're talking about how you kind of want to be able to you know step away from reactions yeah and, branch out I you mean, know branch out I think that's always been our struggle that's what we relate with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> really we well. used to we used to talk a lot about like mm-hmm. like deep, how the, deep conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but because we want to, you know, pursue other things or other interests, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it be, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, one step at a time. Yeah. I mean, uh, how do we get to where we are with whatever I do, a reaction or a funny video, or him with violin mm-hmm. covers or dance covers? It was a grind. So it's basically like kind of restarting almost. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. So, so then at, at KCON, I guess the, the different performance, you performed, I think it was three different songs. Mm -hmm. Um, and you had different, a different set of dancers each time. Um, how did you choose those dancers? Cause I know some two were, one was Ellen and Brian. The other was like a amalgamation of like different girls who I guess dance really well. Yeah. 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 Um, so actually the four dancers for my, so that was my title song switch. Mm -hmm. Um, that one was, um, they film. They were in the music video with me, mm-hmm. so um, they did the official choreo with me in Korea, right. mm-hmm. and I um, they came out from Korea to perform at KCON, and then Ellen and Brian, um, they're also like kind of like uh, my KCON buddies. Mm-hmm. I would say like Dre's one, you know, Ellen and Brian. Like I have like a close group of friends like that. I feel like I met through KCON, and like mm-hmm. we really developed through every single year. We grew together every time, right? Mm-hmm. 
And Ellen and Brian are definitely one of those guys. And I just, uh, they're just really good friends of mine. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously they dance very well, right? Yeah, so right, right. Yeah, they're all right. I had this one song, <laughs> Admit, that didn't have any choreo to it. And um, I wanted to perform it at KCON. Yeah. And I reached out to do like a collab. So it was their, it was their original choreography. Mm. That we performed oh, together. wow. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I remember by the, I think it was, when was it? It was the pre-stage. Mm. I was like, wait a second. And I was like, oh, wait. I, I didn't realize that you were like performing at multiple like parts of KCON, which mm. is really cool that you were able to do that. Um, and I remember <laughs> at the, at, at the after party, you were like, oh, like you did, I think you did a version of Boy With Love yeah, yeah, um, yeah. on the violin, but you were like, I haven't done this in like over a year. Yeah. Does it feel weird to pick it up again? Um, no. Or I did mean, it feel weird? Or feel rusty a bit? Uh, yeah, I mean, rusty for sure. Like I don't, I don't practice the violin like as much as mm -hmm. I used to. Like, honestly, like when I started YouTube, I was already not practicing like I used mm -hmm. to, like when I was classically trained, but then um, it didn't feel rusty. It felt weird because um, I just have been so far away from it. And actually, like, the violin cover stuff is actually, like, a more personal reason why I don't really do it too much mm -hmm. anymore. So um, it didn't feel weird. I actually really enjoyed it, mm -hmm. um, performing it at KCON again. Um, uh, just, like, seeing the reactions, people really enjoyed it, right? And I enjoyed the experience. Um, kind of gave me back, like, uh, good old memories. Because I haven't touched, like, a violin cover in a mm -hmm. long time. So mm -hmm. me covering, like, new songs, I literally learned it like two nights before wow. like had to record it like two nights before and send it to the KCON team and then we had to perform it so yeah yeah but it was nice I like I mean I, I'm never gonna like not enjoy playing the violin so mm -hmm. sure. mm -hmm. I see I mean. so uh, on here I guess we like to ask like kind of deeper questions so that uh the listeners can get like a just a different side of you that you've never uh, or that they've, nev they've never seen before. So one of the questions that I think Dre and I both really like um, is when was the last time you felt insulted or you were insulted? Felt insulted. Or <laughs> very. I guess the insulted. same thing. Yeah. I have I have I have two answers to okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking about it, but like one the semi troll answer to that is. I've been called a boomer a lot recently. Oh. No way. I haven't. Oh, okay. I haven't been on for a while. So the thing is, like, I'm, like, I'm just me as a person, person, like, I kind of, like, distance myself from, like, social media and, like, um, or just, like, in general, like, everything. So I know, I don't really know how things work outside of my little bubble that oh, I created. So you didn't know what they were talking about. So, like, I, no, like, so I don't really, like, know, like, internet lingo as well as I should oh, at my age and stuff like that. So, like, instances where, like, I don't know how to, like, react to certain things, people will be like, okay, boomer. And stuff oh, like that. But I kind of, I kind of accepted it. But it's not, a, like, a real insult, you know, they're, like, no, all, no, no, they're no. all joking, right? So, right. that's kind of, like, my troll answer, but kind of hurts sometimes. I've been so mad. Oh. Like, hell no, I'm not a boomer. Because I'm 26. We're not, right. Oh, you're not, not even that old. No. Yeah, we're not, we're not boomers up. at this no. age. I'm like the oldest one here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you guys aren't old. You guys keep saying that. You guys are not We're still old. in our 20s, right? Yeah, 20s. we're still in our 20s. I'm yeah. about to be. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm about to be 30. <laughs> <laughs> Getting there. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm 29. Just, yeah, yeah, right, right. I don't look it, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay, so what's your second answer? Um, Like, more serious answer, I would probably say, like, um, uh, Wears the violin covers, um, that kind of stuff. So like, it I mean, insults you. Like it's it's or it's, it's not, like it doesn't insult me. I would say it bothers me. Okay, a okay. Little more so like um, I I understand why. Uh, obviously, a lot of people are asking that. Whenever I post like a uh, new content or like new posts or anything, there's always like here and there like where's the violin covers and stuff like that, right? And um, 
like I understand because obviously they came to watch my content and they followed me because of my content. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So that's where they were first. Um, so that's why they're asking. But for me, it was like a personal reason why I wasn't doing violin covers right then. I couldn't really like ex- explain it every time. Mm. Every time I saw those comments, it kind of bothered me here and there. Oh, so it's okay. not a real insult. Like I don't think it's more bothersome, I guess. Yeah. And I don't think I, I don't think I've ever had any instance where I felt insulted. Mm. To be honest, like with like hate comments or like whatever it is, like yeah. I, I don't it think those ever get to me. Do you get hate comments? Probably here and there, yeah. Here really? There for sure, yeah. What would, it, what would it, like, out of curiosity, and you don't have to revisit it if you yeah. don't want to, but, like, what what is an example of something? Because, like, for, like, you know, if there were Dre, like, and, you know, you, you're reacting to something. Anything. You don't get anything. But I, I get stuff, but I just I don't like, think it's that The crazy. only hate comments he gets is from my um, second account that he actually doesn't even get. Oh, Wow. Oh. All the hate accounts, all, all the dislikes. That's from my that that's first you? dislike. Yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> every time, oh, yeah. every time he posts a video, I have notifications on just so I can. Yeah, I, like I bet he Loki is telling the truth. I swear, <laughs> he is that one guy. <laughs> Yo, there's always that one guy. But the the thing is, YouTube. I feel like there's always those people. Like at least like a handful of people on YouTube yeah, just yeah, subscribe yeah. to channels just so they can oh, dislike sure. the video. The I mean, I call them my angry fans. Angry. They're my fans. They follow me. They watch me. They're just a little angry. Yeah angry at the world okay all right so those are the two those are interesting uh instances i I can imagine the violin one would like definitely hit hard because it's like okay not trying to do that anymore um and another question this just popped into my head random um do you believe in extraterrestrial life? What the f- (laughs) what (laughs) i did not know about this (laughs) well i mean i've been to i've been to area 51 um, have you? We did the Area what? 51 raid. I did the oh, you did not. Naruto run. I did. You did. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> the Naruto run. <laughs> no, I picked it up. Oh no. Um, uh. Well, I, I kind of like I kind of like um, uh, rode along with that. Uh, uh, I guess meme, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. um, uh, one of my really close friends in Korea, Chongup, uh, he's from BAP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You met him right, and then so he's uh, BAP's like concept was like they're from Mars or yeah. the planet oh, Mato yeah. and yeah. stuff like that yeah, so I kind of rolled along with the, the wave because people were like did you find Chongup at Area 51 oh yeah. yeah I didn't even get that yo oh yeah, that so. makes sense that does make sense how was it working with him uh, it was really fun I mean we're just like similar people personality wise so we just like uh, get along really well he seems mm-hmm. mad quiet yeah he's that's the thing though. Like I'm very reserved. Like um, when I first Same. meet somebody, like I don't say like if I'm in a group setting and I don't know like two people, I won't say anything. Same. You know, like mm. I just don't talk um, unless I'm really close to that person. But if similar people are sitting in the same room, then it's okay. Like if everyone's quiet, then I'm like, and then we all get along. Then we'll probably talk like for hours. Like Chongo, for example, like music. Like whenever we worked on our music together, it was like three hours music, five hours just chatting. Interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like okay. so. Like there was more like of us just like bonding and talking and like really like getting personal with like the things we share mm-hmm. rather than um, like working on music. I feel like creating a bond actually helps with music and collabs. Yeah, it definitely helped um, a lot. And anything. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he seems, I could tell he's reserved. I mean, yeah, really either reserved. it's like a, also a language barrier too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, true. usually when I oh, test somebody, I try to be hype in front of them so if they could s- send the energy back, he didn't send it back to me. I'm Wait, like, oh, you okay, test somebody? What do you yeah, mean? like a club KCON. I'm like, yo, what's up? And then, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, he kind of has like a small stage fright of like English. Yeah, no, like that, that, like, that too, that too. Language language Maybe it's like oh. I was too <laughs> came on too strong. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see what you mean. I usually, I, I do put out my energy, but I usually I'm hella reserved too. Mm. Uh, maybe not yeah. as quiet. I mean, as the this first guy. time I met him, he stole my boba. So I mean. 
Oh, that was just for cameras. Oh, yeah. So you're did were, did you know they were yeah, filming? Yeah, I'm a little extra huh? more in camera. Did you wait? So was it a planned bit? Oh hell you? yeah! Yeah, no. Oh, no, no, no. oh <laughs> I was like, he, he just walked up and was like, nah. Yeah, okay, okay. It was in the that. middle of cake on. I don't know. Tastes <laughs> <laughs> good, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what happened. No, um, this is for the, the hashtag my cake box. Uh, either that or something else. Yeah, I it was like some, it was some, one, some content he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When and then America was a thing. There used to be in that America. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, newbie. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, <laughs> I realized. Yeah, I Seriously. Yeah, you don't have to know about that. It's okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, um, so you, go ahead, go ahead. I actually don't know what to say. So okay. You go ahead. No, I was gonna ask why. Why did you want to segue into doing Twitch? What about it pulled you in? Well, um, I was doing it. Yeah, because uh, Dre was doing it. <laughs> Dre sets examples, you know, and um, he's a great role model. So <laughs> I am not. So I'm reacting to K-pop videos on Twitch, and I was like, mm-hmm. or like watching you know and like crazy? jamming. I'm the only one that does that on Twitch. Yeah, dude. It's you so got weird. your niche. You it's got so your niche. Weird. Really? I, I thought other people would do it. I was like, nobody else did this. I mean, people do like here and there, like watch clips and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, people react. But I'm like. But yeah. But I mean, I, I like I like listening to um, K-pop through Dre's stuff only. That's a oh. lie. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't listen to Spotify or anything. I list, I get my K-pop news from Dre. This is all He's lies. He's trolling the I know. out of you. <laughs> I was like, yo. No, but this is how it always is. Anyone um, that I bring on. They're okay. just gonna try to roast me. Yeah. Roast you. The roast of Dre wasn't that a thing? Actually? Yeah, it was yeah. popular. Yeah, it was pretty popular. We're not Were you like there? no, he there? was busy. Oh, I wasn't there, oh, oh, unfortunately. Okay. okay, it went off for something that's like not K-pop related. It was like true, popular. true, true. Yeah, I'm it's stung. literally about my just like, roasting Dre. Yeah, <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, I cried. Really? Yeah. yeah. Actually? Yeah, because they were complimenting me. Oh. Okay. All of a sudden, they switched it up after, like, roasting me. He's like, you know, Trey's a good guy, man. You know, he was there. But I'm like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Oh, the switch. Oh, yeah, the, like, emotional switch. switch. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that got me. Do you cry easily? Uh, Yeah. I mean, uh, not because of, like, people re- interactions. Oh. When I get emotional, like, watching stuff or, like, when I think on my own. Yeah. Okay. About what's your What's your sign? What's my sign? Like, are you a Virgo? Oh, Aquarius? Are you Aquarius? Am I Aquarius? February? I February? I don't know. What day bro. in February? 18th? I think yeah, I'm Aquarius. That's the same yeah. birthday as J Hope. Or- oh, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Ever since I came to LA, that's all they ask. That's what I had to ask. Oh, What's like signs? Sign? Yeah. Oh. I'm just hanging out with like beauty gurus too much, I guess. Are <laughs> <laughs> they read your tarot cards or whatever? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Okay, so uh so yeah, that is Aquarius. Um I don't know how that if Virgos and Aquarius just get along, do they? Oh, they do. The people do they? agree. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> when he's like, yes, they do. Okay. I guess. I don't How know. How do you know this stuff? I know Libras and Aquarius are supposed to get What are you? Well. Libra. Oh, no wonder. <laughs> what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like what? Uh, wait, so you said you cry easily sometimes, and it's like by being motivated by, by something you're watching. So we have a small activity where um, we want you to think, and we already, you know, we want you to think of a scene in a movie or a show that sticks out to you, whether it makes you cry, whether it's a super romantic scene, whether it's... Uh, he's choosing it, right? You're choosing yeah. it, yeah. What and is so something? what is a scene so that... And you can tell the listeners here what it is, and then we'll hear you watch it again, so reacting to weird. it. I kind of want to watch it, too. And then you'll say if it made you... Or why it made you emotional. Uh-huh. And hopefully uh, you get emotional in here. Yeah. Actually, um, uh, uh, this movie called Kimi no Nawa, or Your Name, your name. Um, it's a Japanese okay. anime. You gotta watch that. Um, Your name, okay. It's really it good. Like two, three years ago, uh, okay. it came out. Um, I watched it. I'm, I'm actually really like into like 
like the type of movies where it's like kind of it can be semi unrealistic but like i just feel like um asian drama in general or mm-hmm. like asian romantic love stories they just kind of hit you in the feels a lot harder than like mm-hmm. american movies mm. like in my opinion yeah and maybe it's just also my upbringing right no but it was like, written very well the storytelling was yeah great. The storytelling was really nice and, and it made noise when it first came out yeah in theaters yeah, yeah like yeah. it made box office like yeah yeah it was when pretty did it come nice. out like three years ago i didn't know it was two three, three years ago uh, that's oh. that's a while back your name it's, so can you think of a specific scene that you've you felt strongly about yeah no. um spoiler spoiler alert but um there's like a scene at the end um when so it's the story's kind of like i can't spoil it to you though i want you to watch eh. it. oh but i gotta be, yeah. it's okay <laughs> it's okay it. it's okay <laughs> but um there's like a so it's like kind of the climax of the movie where um like it's about two people it's a relationship and they're kind of like intertwined like through time like they're like mm. not in the same time but oh. they still feel but each other. they're connected where they like sometimes switch they sometimes like switch bodies oh but it's between Weird. two times but it's fate because the guy is supposed to save the girl because the girl's town's about to get hit by a meteor it's oh, so okay. weird. I don't yeah. know how you could explain like anime. Yeah, it's kind of it's anime really hard is the <laughs> hardest thing to you gotta, explain. You gotta watch it. Like, okay, you can't miss like any plot point like mm. to like understand yeah. the fu- understand it fully. So what what exact scene actually? Um, in the end, there's like a like she's like running down like a street trying to like um save the town from getting yeah. hit by a meteor. Okay, she falls over and then like uh they wrote it uh they didn't want to forget each other. Okay, um so when they met, they wrote each other's names. In uh, so he wrote, he was supposed to write his name on her hand so she doesn't forget it, right? And she was supposed to write his her name on his hand, but um, when she was writing that name on his hand, the uh, their connection got cut off, so he forgot her name <gasps> completely. Oh, but the girl had the right. She thought she had the guy's name okay. on her hand, right? Oh, that is, oh my so god! So she I'm falls terrible. over and then she she realizes I'm like I'm like forgetting his name. I'm forgetting his name. Oh. So she opens the hand, but it doesn't say the name. It just says "I love you." Oh. So, that that's the scene that, that got like sad. the I'm most. Tearing to up. Me. And oh. with the music, with the music, oh, and everything. it's so oh. epic, dude. Oh my god, I'm tearing up because I remember <laughs> you just remind me. I think my my part was when they first kind of meet at that weird limbo space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, I think it cuts off too. Katawara doki or something. That's what they call it. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, what well maybe that wasn't like the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no that that's that's the thing yeah, so yeah. it continues from that so that entire like sequence mm-hmm. is just like really emotional that is emotional there's actually um so the band so there was a one band in japan that did the entire soundtrack for the movie oh really right so they did the entire ost and they actually had like a live performance version of it mm. that I mean, sounds heart-wrenching is it so it's not a happy ending uh i don't know it's up to you <laughs> you should you should watch it <laughs> you should watch it but yeah, he reminded me. And I started tearing. I was like, yo, that was a sad part. Because oh. he was like struggling. I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. And I was like, and it just oh. says I love you. Like, oh, God, that makes my heart break. It oh. does. Gosh. It's so sad. It's like a long distance relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a really long distance relationship. <laughs> Wait, so they, they're in different dimensions, essentially. Like different time. Different times. Like maybe oh. she's like three years back. Or like ten years back, what is it? So he's know. able to time travel. No, it's 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 like a weird like it's kind of like um, Freaky Friday kind of uh. concept. Like at one point they got to switch each other's like bodies and she could see what she he sees or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's anime. It's weird. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anime is great. Though. It's so hard to explain anime. I swear. 
Is Naruto like a basic anime to watch? It's yeah. like the one of the pinnacles. I mean, but I haven't. I, I actually haven't seen like the full thing either. I finally did. Oh, you did? Yeah, I, I, I like. I mean, it started when I was like either a, about a senior in high school or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'm age, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Naruto was lit. I mean, yeah, I watched Naruto and Dragon Ball Z and like Dragon Ball uh, Z is another. Is there like a huge debate that like Naruto versus Dragon Ball Z, which is the better one? Uh, there probably is. I just don't get into it because anime fans are a little bit different. Oh, how so? What's the difference? Anime fans could get crazy. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty. I think any fandom too. could get crazy. I think just in general, anyone that's like very has a following. Yeah, I found it though. Oh shit! So how, how are we gonna live, do? Are we gonna live, connect? It's a live concert version of it. Live concert version of the scene. Yeah, so they oh, they have an so orchestra, orchestra and a live band. Scene. <gasps> And I'm gonna get teary. <laughs> okay, okay. They play it is pretty intense. <laughs> I've never seen this. So she just fell while running down the street. <laughs> but we can't see subtitles. <laughs> oh, this is beautiful. おいしかった Yes, June, please explain why. <laughs> that's the scene. I mean, that's the scene. So basically, that's just a, that's the scene. But I, I guess, like, you have to, you, again, like, you kind of have to get the whole build up oh, of the movie. Oh, that's true. To be okay. honest. Uh -huh. I, actually, I actually don't really feel, like, that Anything? emotional. Yeah. But, yeah. like, um. But I felt more emotion when you were explaining it because it triggered. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I watched Because if you remember it, right? Yeah. Whole, I, I was like, like, oh, no. Because it's the whole build. They build this whole bond together yeah. just from back. And then all of a sudden that happens. Oh. Where they can't be together anymore. So yeah. And they don't or they And they do just forget. They completely together. just forget about each other. Because the time, intertwined time bond has been cut off or something. I don't know. Would you rather. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Oh, that's a sign. Would you, would you rather like have that and then forget or would you rather have that know you're not going to be able to talk to each other ever again but still have the memory Ooh. Whoa. what kind of would you rather <laughs> that's, game that's, is this <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard one yeah, uh, very it's deep. pretty deep i mean i think i think i'd rather forget because i know that during the time it'll be hard like mm -hmm. during like when i know when I can remember mm. and I know I'm losing my memory, I think that will be really, really like heart wrenching. Mm -hmm. But once I lose it, like how am I going to feel anything about it? Yeah. You know what I mean, but yeah. then if you do, if you kept that memory, then it's hot, like hurts all the time. Of course. Yeah. Mm. It's like a wound in your heart the whole time. Uh, yeah. That's hard. I feel like it's one of those things where I it's like, I want to forget it. Yeah, you want to forget. It's yeah. kind of like installment payments. You'd rather just get it rid of it in one go then oh. have to suffer with interest for the rest of your life kind of thing wow okay good that's analogy good, he's adulting good, that's a pretty good reference right yeah sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah I, I don't know but like at the same time it's like you have the if you don't forget you have the perspective um and it i don't like i guess it's with anything in life though like would like for example so this is going to be whatever like weird but like so like my dog passed away like 
a month and a half ago. Mm. And um, I was thinking about it. I was like, would I have, like, just in this context, would I have rather, like, have this dog and then once it passes, completely forget, like, it was ever in my life, you know? Mm. Or, you know, having that memory of the dog and keeping its spirit alive in some sort of way, like, is, like, which would I rather? Because they're both, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's interesting because you know, thought, like know dogs you know you know they're gonna die mm-hmm. <laughs> like even when i had my dog he died mm-hmm. i watched him die it was mm-hmm. oof but that's uh, hard it oh is hard gosh. but i still remember the memories yeah uh, i have yeah. two new puppies though you know, chance and chance and prince do you have any pets uh i uh i currently have a, a mini australian shepherd okay my name's kira and then i also had a, a multi poo uh, two years ago, but he uh, she also passed away too. How did early. she? Was it old? She was early, no. She was she was only like four months old. She had like a oh. brain issue. Like oh no, when she was born already. So. Oh no, that's sad. Well, why'd you name your dog Kira? Kira? Yeah, because uh, she's the goddess of death. Okay. <laughs> Just okay, sorry, sorry. A- anime talk again. Awesome. Anime talk again. It's like these weebs here talking to each other. Like, what in the world? Is it because of Death Note? No, no, no. Oh, we, okay. just, we just thought of a okay. name. We're like, that's a cute name. Okay, but no, she's got us a death. Huh? She's a brat. But she's a brat. Okay. Yeah, I think I think in context, like obviously, like in this movie context, I'd rather forget. But I think in like the, like a real life scenario, right? Like obviously, it's like cherishing memories of yeah. like loved ones i think is very important yeah, right for sure. right yeah that's true that's true well thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us um june. i guess what what other upcoming projects do you have uh well my name is june um you can it's find true. me on social media at june korean even though i don't really post anything yeah, true. <laughs> in these days uh, but i'm streaming right now because i'm right now i'm not too sure where i want to go and which direction i want to go with my career and stuff so currently i'm just kind of like I'm passing by the time interacting with my community and stuff on Twitch. So you guys can check me out there. And you're June Curry on on Twitch as well. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Smart. Can you guys do like a joint Twitch stream? Uh, we, I mean, you have to be a partner too. I think or like we could, we could, but I don't play what he plays. Mm. (laughs) I know we can play a scary game together. I mean, Oh yeah. That's my thing. Or we can just talk or that too. Just chatting. What do they call it? Yeah. Just just chatting. chatting. We can just roast each other. Mm. Okay. On stream, that'll be pretty. I love how my like fans. I told like, oh, I was supposed to meet up June Curian with us one time. <laughs> then my fans <laughs> go to his streams like, hey, Dre was talking mad. <laughs> yeah, they're I'm like, like no. they're like, he was <laughs> spilling the tea. I was like, no, I just said, I said that you were sick too. Mm, okay. Yeah, I was really sick. I'm sorry about that. No, 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 oh. no problem. Are you feeling better? Yeah, of course. That's why he's here. That's why you're here. It was an excuse. I was actually sick. You were just tired. I was just tired. Yeah, that's. Uh, him, I feel. That's great. (laughs) Anyway, okay, so they can find you on Twitch. They can still go to Apple Music or different platforms to uh, stream your latest album, which is Limbo. Um, But we look forward to seeing what you have coming in the future, and hopefully uh, you can find... I know what you mean, though, Like, but you're like, like, I'm trying to figure out where I want to go, so like, this is what makes the most sense. So hopefully you can find that. But thank you, and I'll watch the... What's it called? Your name? Your name. Kimi no Nawa. Kimi no Nawa. Yeah. yeah. Kimi no Nawa. It should be okay. up if you search your name. Yeah. You can okay. find it like anywhere online. Yeah. Okay. I shall do that. It's a good watch. I shall do that. Well, thank you again for joining us. Yay. Thank you for having thank me. You. We'll end it right here. So thank you for listening. All right, y'all. This is In My Feels. Bye. Bye. <laughs>